Let's study verse by verse on the International Gospel Hour as the Are You Studying series continues in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Reach for your Bibles and stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. It's good to have you with us for our studies here from the International Gospel Hour, and today we are going to engage in a verse-by-verse study of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We use a variety of different methods in teaching. Sometimes I'll reach back for outlines of preachers of days gone by, sometimes articles, and sometimes I'd like to take a text and go verse by verse, and it may take us several broadcasts to do so, but they're all available at our website at internationalgospelhour.com, and we will help you find those broadcasts if you are looking for previous studies. For example... We've gone through 1 Corinthians chapter 1. That is available. They are available, if you will, and we will help you every way in the world. We use a variety of tools in study, as I said, and so today we want to do our Are You Studying series as we study together the Bible, specifically 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's consider the first five verses. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God." Dear friends, we're going to begin in just a moment with our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, but first let us pause with a couple of notes here. First of all, our mailing address is P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee 37334. That's P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee 37334. We would love to hear from you. If you would prefer an email, that's info, I-N-F-O, at internationalgospelhour.com. Info at internationalgospelhour.com. And you can also call us at 855-444-6988. Now, that's also known as 855-IGH-6988. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you for reaching out to us. Now, our J-Web has a few words. And then we'll be back for our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? You can find previous broadcasts at our website, internationalgospelhour.com, and we are on several podcast platforms. Maybe we are on your favorite podcast site. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts. They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or even to download. And now, let's continue our study. And now, friends, as we engage in our verse-by-verse study of 1 Corinthians 2, we want to back up just a bit to chapter 1, 30 and 31 that says, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that, as it is written, 
He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Written to the church, the saved, these are Paul's brethren, and he's writing to remind them that we glory not in ourselves, but in the Lord. Now verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. Friends, that phrase, testimony of God, consider chapter 2 by itself. Listen to verse 5. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Now verse 11, For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. And repeating again in verse 14, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, I want you to notice four phrases, one repeated twice, concerning the testimony of God, verse 1. It's the power of God, the wisdom of God, the deep things of God that He makes known unto us through His Spirit of God. So, dear friends, there's no doubt that we need to reach into the Bible to see God's will, His testimony, His power, His wisdom, and the things that the Spirit guides us through His Word. You see, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, Second Peter chapter 1, 20-21. So what we have is written by inspiration of God, Second Timothy three sixteen and 17. Therefore, we go back to the Bible for the testimony, for the power, for the wisdom. And if we bring forth what the Bible says, and not what we say, is that not better? You would have to conclude, yes, it is. We are encouraged, and we are also humbled, when there are people that reach out to our broadcast and say, thank you for studying the Scriptures and for us to see together. Now, within verse 1, Paul reminds us that he did not come with an earthly wisdom or some type of excellent speaking ability. Now, don't be fooled, though. He had much education under the feet of Gamaliel, Acts 22, verse 3. He knew the law. He affirmed that in Philippians 3, 3 through 6. My friend in preaching cohort, Brad Price, put it this way. Paul had been trained well. He was able to quote from Aratus, Acts 17, 28, Epimenides, Titus 1, verse 12, and Menandor, 1 Corinthians 15, 33. But he did not rely upon these kind of sources for his message, and we note that from 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 13. Henry Haley in his Bible handbook said, Paul was a university man, the outstanding scholar of his generation. That's how Haley in his study paralleled him. The late Charles Cobb said he endeavored to set forth Christ in his preaching, in his life, and in his conduct among men. You see, friends, sometimes we can rely upon our wisdom, our knowledge. Maybe we can look upon and look at someone, well, where did you get your doctorate degree? Well, friends, I got mine the same place Paul got his doctorate degree. He was a well-learned individual, 
But he even acknowledged the well-learning of the world is not what's important to God. It's the testimony of God, His power, His wisdom. That brings us to verse 2 where Paul gets to the cross. Building off of chapter 1 where he mentioned Christ nine times. The Lord Jesus Christ in verses 1 through 4, 7 through 10 in verse 24. Now he gets to the cross of Christ. Because Paul determined, he was emphasizing there was nothing else that he was going to put forth. The only escape that the sinner has from the wrath of God is through Jesus Christ. And it's a personal duty and responsibility for each man and woman, each boy and girl who may be Christians, to set forth Christ that others may know them. For in Acts 4.19, Peter and John could not but speak the things which they had seen or heard. And in Acts 5 and verse 29, Peter and the other apostles declared to obey God rather than men. And Paul declared to live, well, that is Christ, Philippians 1.21. The preaching of the cross, initially the solid point, he pointed people back to the Christ, now to the cross. Let's parallel here from verse, uh, or from rather 1 Corinthians 1.18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. Philippians 3 and verse 8. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all these things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. The idea of the word crucified here is a perfect participle. It denotes a past event that has abiding results. I defer to Mike Willis in his commentary, page 72. The crucifixion of Christ is the central message of the gospel and therefore can be used by a synecdoche for the sum total of the Christian message. The gospel is grounded in the historical event of the resurrection and differs from philosophies or sciences. Excellent point. You see, the Jews asked for signs. The thing is, they would keep asking. When their, quote-unquote, sign ran its course, they would want another and another and another. Well, now, here are the Greeks on the other hand. They sought wisdom, the theories of men. And when that would run its course, they would want additional wisdom and additional wisdom and additional wisdom. But, friends, the cross of Christ, well, it keeps running and running and running. It abides. It never changes. And it doesn't need to change. And it's the only message that will remind those brethren and reunite those brethren, rejecting the world and renewing the faithful. Ah, to God be the glory. Got a special study coming up. Here is our friend, Jay Webb. Where did we come from? What is your purpose in life? How you answer these fundamental questions is greatly affected by whether you believe in God believe the Bible is true, and believe Jesus to be divine. Our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled Believe the Bible, and it is an awesome study. Please allow us to send you the link, and you can check it out for yourself. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, email, and just say Believe the Bible. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, email, and just say, Believe the Bible. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, email, and type, Believe the Bible, in the message blank. We will send the link to you. And now, let's get back to the Bible. 
And friends, we hope that online study will be of great help to you. And let us help you with that. Please let us know, and we'll send you that link very soon. We appreciate your study with us today in our Are You Studying series from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we'll pick up with that again at another time. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. It is always, rather, shall I say, an honor to have you join us, and we look forward to hearing from you. If we can be of any help to you, please let us know. Thank you again. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.